Welcome to today's talk with Erica. I'm Erica Del Sordo, here to discuss topics that affect people's personal and professional lives. Join me each week as we talk with experts who know how to answer life's questions and ease your mind, especially with today's events. Let's start now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's talk with Erica. I'm Erica Del Sordo. Welcome to the show. I know typically I've been in person with folks in Lake City as it's Lake City's local podcast. I like talking to local businesses, but with me today are two former show uh, co-hosts, if you will, or guests. And uh, I've got Dr. Joel Kimmel on with me, and he is a seasoned psychologist doing this for more than 40 years. And then his daughter, Meredith Kimmel, is a life coach, and she not only does the co-blog with me, has been on the show in the past, but we actually have Meredith, I have Meredith on the mobile app as an advertiser for today's Talk with Erica's mobile app. Hi guys, how are you? Hi, doing well, how are you? Fantastic. Hi, I'm very happy to have you both on the show. In the past, we've had successful shows and what's really cool and the reason we're doing this show is because Meredith and I wrote a blog together in April and it really set a tone for a lot of people. We write blogs all the time. And I always laugh at this just because, you know, we post things about our cats or we post things about what we're doing for dinner. And so many people respond on social media. We post a blog and we've got a few hits here and there. But the funny thing is what a lot of people don't know is that, a lot of people will text us, they'll message us they'll, because they don't want to say something in a public forum. So Meredith and I, with this one blog called Time to Say Goodbye, struck a chord with a lot of people. And so that's why I wanted to bring both her and her father, Dr. Joel Kimmel, on with me to talk about really why that struck a chord. So I do want to start with Meredith, though, since she was my co-blog writer, collaborator. And um, why do you think this struck a chord with so many folks? I think um, this came up for me in a personal um, experience. And I think the same for you, Erica, is that um, sometimes it's just, we're just ready to dismiss people from our lives. The relationship is over and we don't always know how to do that. Um, We don't like to have difficult conversations. We don't like things to be hard. We don't want to upset the other person. So I think that's probably why this really struck a nerve. Absolutely. And I have to say, that's what we write about mostly is typically when we do the co-blog, right? (laughs) On the weekend, we're like, how was your week? (laughs) What's going on? That's typically our latest blog is called When Life Gives You Lemons, Find Your Happy Place. I mean, that was strictly because I had a week from I don't know what planet it fell from, but it was not planet Earth. It was was crazy. And so that's how we write our blogs. And that, I think, is when it really um, resonates with folks. That's when they tend to respond. Um, Dr. Joel, what is your take on why folks have such a need for wanting to get rid of people? I mean, this this really was this is why we're doing a podcast right now. I can't believe how many people reached out. Why is that? So many people don't know how to say goodbye. They what do do you think? (laughs) I think it's difficult for people to say goodbye. Um, it, it's it's uncomfortable feeling to begin with, and there may be concern about hurting the other people, other person's feelings, or maybe saying the wrong way, or maybe if they get too into it, they may come out with a lot of anger. So I think it's it's a lot easier to avoid saying goodbye than to actually approach it and and do it in a, in a proper manner. 
I also want to add on to what you were saying before, Erica, about I think a lot of people are facing goodbyes now because of the pandemic. You know, and it's not just goodbyes to people who, you know, who maybe have gotten sick or worse, or uh, they've lost their jobs. Uh, they haven't been going into work and seeing their fellow coworkers. So I think there are a lot of goodbyes to a way of life that was pre pre COVID. But emotionally, in, in relationships or in interactions, I think it, it's a difficult feeling to, to to have that courage to say goodbye. Although, if you don't say goodbye, there are no hellos. So that's true. That, that's a real way of looking at it is that, you know, it's like cleaning out your closet, making room for new items. What I think is a little sad is a lot of people don't like confrontation. They're afraid to start over. That's a lot. That's a lot of folks. They're afraid to start over. They're afraid of confrontation. Um, and there's got to be a third one in there, but <laughs> I don't well, I have that one. <laughs> I think that's why ghosting, that term ghosting is so popular now because it's it's very easy to click block on your cell phone as opposed to, to actually have a communication and a conversation and say, you know, this, this isn't working for me. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. That is absolutely right. Sometimes it's not so much that the the other person is an a-hole, if you will. Honestly, it's just that they're petrified to to say something properly to you. Right. And so it comes out as ghosting. I'm so happy that you did mention that. Mm-hmm. What do you think of, you know, I've hear from obviously uh, you both being being psychologists, you both uh, and coaching and stuff hear from folks in bad relationships, bad family situations. Um, I don't know what advice you would give to these people who are having a very hard time saying goodbye. And I want to hear from from both of you, like how does someone in a bad marriage, what, what would be your advice to them to head out? What about someone who who has a family member that they just they cannot see anymore because it's driving them batty. You know, what, what do you say? And I, like I said, I don't know who wants to start first, but I'd love to hear both of your takes on that. <laughs> well, I think, I think the saying goodbye has to be the last resort. I think you need to have the communication, ha- try to have the conversation, the, a meeting of the minds um, to, to try to work things out. And if you, if, if you can't, if the person's not hearing you, if they're, if, or if you, or they are hearing you, but you're, you're, but what they're saying back to you isn't comfortable with you, then um, the the saying goodbye um, would be the last resort. I also think it's very important to listen to your body, your gut. Um, I fully believe that your gut is, and your intuition is always correct. So um, if you're getting a vibe, listen to it. That's very true. Very true, Doctor Joel. What do you think? I think psychologically, it's important to use I talk rather than you talk. So if you are in a confrontation or a conflict, it's always better to start with I feel or I think or it's my opinion as opposed to you did this, you did that. That that makes a person defensive. And then when you get those kind of emotions or, or uh, boundary disruptions occur, then you amp up the emotionality of the situation and it becomes much more difficult. So if you could say something in the sense that, 
you know, I've tried to communicate with you. I've tried to, you know, talk with you, work things out with you. We haven't gotten far and, or I haven't gotten anywhere. I think maybe it's time that we look at separating as an example, but I would keep it in terms of I talk rather than you talk. Now, sometimes though, sometimes, and from personal experience and experience I have with friends of mine, maybe going through a, a bad relationship or something, sometimes that kind of talk doesn't even help. Sometimes folks are afraid of the response they're going to get, right? Well, that, that is correct. Um, but if they don't have the courage or the conviction to speak up, then the situation's only going, it's not gonna get better. Right. It's always going to say the same or get worse and, and probably get more emotional. So it's it's sometimes it's difficult to speak up and assert oneself for anything, much less saying goodbye to a toxic person. But yeah, you have you have to consider your own health and taking care of yourself as opposed to dragging out a situation that's gonna end painfully anyhow. That is so true. What you just ended that note on is so true. That is what Meredith and I write, what we always write our blogs about in the end, whether it's a funny one, a, you know, we're going through hell currently, or, or we just want to make it a, a light, fluffy one. It, it has to do with um, mental health. It has to do with making yourself happy, finding your joy. That's essentially what we're getting at. We may take a bad week, a bad experience, and we're going to write about it <laughs> only to make somebody else better. We end on a positive note. It's kind of like a sitcom, right? You end yeah. on a positive note. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and that is so, so, so true. A lot of times folks in any kind of relationship, whether it be intimate, whether it's not intimate, whether it's family, they stay in a situation that is so incredibly unhealthy. They can't figure out why they have health issues. They can't figure out why their gut hurts, everything. And that strictly a lot of times has to do with you need to get out of an unhealthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And that's right. my take on why I think <clears throat> so many people uh, had so many people the blog resonated with so many people is what I'm trying to say. Um, I, I really do, because I think there are so many people in an unhealthy situation. They don't know how to say goodbye. And they were looking for some answers with that blog. And that's why I wanted to do this with you guys to kind of explain what's going on. And I do think, and it's funny, I'm a personal trainer as well as nine other things. <laughs> but, but a lot of times you turn into a therapist in there. It's kind of like the hairdresser that listens to everything. And so many people sometimes talk to me about exactly what we're talking about right now. We're all guilty of it. All of us. I'm, I'm sure that you guys are as well. You don't know how to sometimes talk to someone. You don't know how to say goodbye, but you know that the person, whether it's a girlfriend, a boyfriend, um, like I said, whatever the relationship, you just don't know how to say goodbye. And what it comes down to, basically, what Dr. Joel had just said is you need to find the courage, because if you don't, you're going to remain in this state of unhealthiness and unhappiness and Meredith, right? That's not good. <laughs> No, it's not. I, I mean, people, everyone deserves to be happy. And I think a lot of people don't recognize that they deserve to be happy as well. And they, so they stay in these situations, these relationships longer than, and, and just deal with it, live with it because they don't want to rock the boat and they forego their happiness. That is so true. Let that marinate. 
let that marinate. There's life outside of, sometimes it's hard to, I've had my own share of stuff. Personal friends know that. It's hard to see outside of what you're sitting in. You're marinating in something and you're like, there's, there's gotta be more. This is insane. And so many times I've started over a few times and there's so much more life out there. There's so much more life out there than sitting in something that's so bad and so toxic. And again, it doesn't just have to do with a, an intimate relationship. Um, right. We see that in all different kinds of, of relationships. So, I mean, essentially my take on this and our blog is that folks need to really find the courage to speak their mind, even if it's not what they think the other person wants to hear, even if it does rock the boat, right? Yeah. They and that's, need- why, mm-hmm. that's why communication is so important and communicate. A lot of people are scared of communication. It's a, it's very easy to sleep things under the rug. Um, I, I dated a man several years ago and he said, that is how I handle things. And I said, then I don't think we are going to be a good match. And um, 30, something coming up, some, something could come out 30 years from now. And if we had to stay together and, you know, it, it wouldn't have been good. Right. But at least you recognize that. Yeah. So many people stay in this awful, awful marriage. I mean, I can say it. It's so many married couples, I want to say, just happen to stay now i have a question for dr joel do you happen to see more married couples in what you do i'm just curious because what comes to me as a, as a friend is these married couples sometimes and it's not everyone not all of them not all of my married friends <laughs> calm down everyone's watching this going what no i'm just i'm just saying it's it's a lot of marriages and you're like well what was happening prior to that um and and i have to say this a lot of times because I, I've not I've been engaged twice and I've not been married yet. And, you know, folks look at you funny and and I, and I want to throw this out there publicly right now because they look at me like, what's wrong with you? And I look at them and I go, what's wrong with you when there's a problem? I ch- I'm on fire right now. I am doing what I want. I'm doing very well. I am living my best life and I'm watching some of my friends sink and I'm not sure how to save them. But I just feel like I'm the one winning. I don't mean to sound like an ass when saying that. Do you know what I mean? I think that I have a lot of folks right now who come to me and they're so incredibly unhappy with where they are. And you're going, well, you know, I'm I didn't marry into craziness and chaoticness and toxicness. Um, You know, those are words. (laughs) I'm just saying, what's your take on that? I think what you, what you're doing in your philosophy here is is right on. Um, I think many people get married for reasons beyond um, wanting to spend lives together. And I think a lot of people get married in lust and not necessarily in love. And when the lust wears off, it's, it's, it's dealing with reality of a relationship and the reality of life. What happens when there's conflict? You know, what about trust and, and respect? And, and to me, those are key elements of, of, a, of any successful relationship, whether it be a marriage or working you know, in a company, it's, it's, you get respected in the relationship? Are you trusted? Uh, can you trust your, your partner? 
So I think, one, we never taught those skills when we were younger, but we're supposed to get married and live happily ever after. Well, I think the statistics are showing that that, that doesn't happen. And, I, and marriages take work. Relationships take work. You just don't take it for granted. You know, we're dating and everything's going to be fine. It, it doesn't happen that way. It requires communication. It requires sharing. And it requires facing the conflicts. You know, when somebody does something unintentionally hurtful to the other person, that's got to be resolved or, or else there's a permanent wound. Mm -hmm. So there are techniques, there are ways, there is a values of honesty and, 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 and respect that need to be understood within a relationship. It's just not get married and live happily ever after. Those fairy tales don't exist. Right. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? I mean, Meredith, I feel you and I kind of live parallel lives, if, yeah. if you will. We really do. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you. I, I see I see some friends that are in um, relationships. Um, most are in great ones. Some of them are, are making me realize that I'm very happy to be living my best life and doing it sing alone. Um, and I fully believe that the, the right man is out there making his way towards me. And, but, what, but I also know that when he does show up, that it's not the happily ever after. It, it, it's, it's going to take the work to get to the happily ever after. There's no magic, you know, leap that just brings you over to that fairy tale. It's, it's, and, he'll, and he'll be the right person to work through these things with. That's very true. That's very true. The right one is out there. And I can't tell you how many times folks have also said to me, they've had to kiss a lot of frogs and they've gone <laughs> through a lot of stuff. And then all of a sudden this perfect, you know, man comes along and it's like, I never thought I can get treated like a queen. And so they're out there. They're yeah, out there. They are out it there. It happens, you know, but some of us just happen to struggle and mm -hmm. It's it's a self-respect thing. Uh, it's not okay. It's just not okay to get disrespected. No, and I, I'm absolutely sure that I could be with somebody right now and not be treated the way I deserve to be treated, and I could be miserable, but or unhappy, or or not living the life that I deserve that I should be living. Right, or can and be living, and I'm not settling for anything. I'm not settling for that. Right. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't. You are living a beautiful life. You yourself are on fire. You've got your practice. You're doing very well. And a lot of times, you know, I happen to find it's just again, it's a personal thing. And since I'm talking, you know, one psychologist, another life coach, here it goes. <laughs> it's um, it's aside from a disrespect issue. It's just that you're just not going to put up with it. And that's OK. Right. I am OK to be alone until that right person comes along that's going to treat me the way I want to be treated. I, I do very well on my own. I don't need yeah. anyone. <laughs> I, I think the key is you have to love yourself first. You have to have the love for yourself before you can give love to anybody else. Mm -hmm. That's very true. That is so incredibly true. That is incredibly true. You do have to work on yourself because then, you know, folks who I'm talking about in these bad relationships end up, with a lack of respect for themselves, when somebody is disrespecting them over and over and over again, that's okay to them. Mm -hmm. That's sad. Yeah. I think what's important, Erica, is you can't love yourself by finding someone who loves you. You have to love yourself first before mm -hmm. you can find someone else and, and put it out there. 
But if you are not feeling so terrific about yourself and you're looking for a partner who will make you feel better, it's not going to last. It may be, you know, for initially, but sooner or later it's going to fall apart because it really has to be internal. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the truth? That is seriously the truth. I know we keep delving on on marriage. You know, we keep talking about married couples because a lot of times that's who I speak with, married couples, um, as do you. But um, what about toxic family members? A lot of times that's tough because it is family, mothers, fathers, siblings. Um, you know, there's that uncle that you can't stand to see when Christmas rolls around. I don't know what's, what's the take on that? Because that's a rough one too. People say, well, it's family. So what are you going to do? You, they have to come around. I think that's why police officers always say that's like the, the one time a year around the holidays when families turn into an all out brawl at the Thanksgiving table or the Christmas dinner table or the Hanukkah table. You know what I mean? So what do you say to, to the, <laughs> that kind of toxicness? I honestly don't think that there's much difference. I think there, it's the communication. Um, I mean, there is there are slight differences, but I think it's the communication, and and um, and there might be that obligation that you have to show up to Christmas, you have to show up to the holidays, but it it might be better off if you didn't. And family might not be happy about that, but it's but it's again taking loving yourself enough and taking care of yourself first. That's very important. What, what do you think, Dad? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, throughout the word boundaries, I think you need to have your own personal boundaries so that you're not disrespected. And if you go to a, a holiday celebration and Uncle Jack there thinks it's cute to make fun of you and embarrass you in front of everybody, and you speak up and you say something like that offends me or that, you know, I, I would appreciate it if you don't uh, disrespect me. So it, it, you don't have to give in because of the because they're relatives. You know, you have to maintain your personal boundaries, but also say it in a, in a way that's not um, inflammatory. Mm-hmm. I I agree with that. I have another take on it, which I have done in the past uh, to completely avoid any kind of. Um, running with you know someone who is toxic in the past i just won't show up and people ask why what are you gonna you're gonna sit home alone why yes i am i am going to sit home alone because i don't want to have a run-in i don't want to have an argument i want to completely steer clear of that it is toxic i don't want to feel like that while i'm sitting and trying to have a nice holiday meal with family and there's that one toxic person that just makes life hell why yes i'm going to stay home with the cats, the dog, and the bird. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And your sunflowers. And my sunflowers, yes, yes. All in all, I mean, honestly, we just want everyone to find their happy as well, Mm -hmm. honestly. And it comes down to what, what exactly what you said. Folks need to have that love for yourself. If you don't have that, of course, you're going to fall into somebody's trap to abuse you. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. So I hope that folks take, take away what they did from this from this interview because that's all meredith and i want to do when we write these blogs you know we'll tell you about our bad day and what we've learned and then we try and make it better for you (laughs) if it's happening for us it's happening for everybody else right that's that's why that blog resonated yes Mm -hmm. what i was going to add on erica is not to be afraid to say goodbye 
you know, it's you may be concerned about hurting the other person's feelings or about getting all emotional when you're saying goodbye yourself. But if you really perceive that the other person is toxic or or is uh, harmful to you emotionally or hopefully not physically, but emotionally, it's it's really important to say goodbye to that person, no matter how good the years beforehand may have been because it's heading in a, in a bad direction. So ultimately it's gonna be worse. So it, it's better to you know put together how you're going to say it and then to say goodbye to that person and, and take care of yourself. And, and that's a, a way of showing love to yourself is by taking the poisons and the toxins out of your life. That's so true because in the end, that's all that matters. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. You're going to live through somebody else's uh, craziness, toxicity. And then what happens? We're all going to die eventually. Don't you want to live your best life? Absolutely. We only get a certain number of days. Exactly. Exactly. So you have to throw that out there. You know, life isn't going to go on forever. So how do you want to live it? It's a very big question to ask of yourself. Yep. You know, they say that uh, life is a journey. You know, when you're born, it's the beginning. And when you die, it's the end. And the question is, how do you live your journey? Right. And it's up to you, not somebody else. Right. To determine your journey. That's very true. It's very true. I'm so happy that you said that. That's very true. Very, 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 very true. I think a lot of parents need to uh, understand that as well. You know, the kids that you're raising, that is their own journey. You are guiding them. Am I right? I know I'm going to have, you know, I love when people, you don't have kids. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, that obviously means I'm subhuman. Honestly, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, amazing what folks want to tell you. But um, I'm just saying that you're guiding them to be the best humans that they can be. Um, That doesn't mean that you get to place your thumb on them forever. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate this. We should do this more often. You got, you know, our, 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 um, readers, our listeners should always tell us which, which blogs they would like to see in video form and to Meredith and and Dr. Joel and I'll come on and and dissect it for you. Absolutely. Uh, you know, doing these, uh, podcasts allow us the opportunity to reach many more people, certainly for me than the few people, you know, that come in for a session, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mean, there, there are enough patients that come in during the week, but this is like multiplied by tens, hundreds, you know, hopefully thousands to have the opportunity to get this message out. Yep. That's very true. Two notes with that. One, I will say that I interviewed someone recently. The show was with Simple Elements, Jody Red. It was one of the Lake City local podcasts that I had done. And he says he started getting customers for his cleansing product from Europe. And when he asked how, how on earth, because he doesn't advertise in Europe, how did you find out about Simple Elements over in, I think it was Dubai, England and Spain? Wow. Uh, got calls from, and they said, we heard you on today's talk with Erica. <laughs> that's incredible. And that's yeah. the power of the internet. Someone probably searched for cleansing products. This podcast popped up. It, that's pretty amazing. Um, 
I was going to go somewhere else with that, but (laughs) it is, it is wonderful. It is um, because you do reach so many other people that that is where I was going to go with that. Um, I was going to say, you guys are in Coral Springs and I know that Meredith, you advertise on the mobile app and we've kept it like that because you can do zoom calls like what we're doing right now with your practice yeah Um, everywhere internationally as well Uh, it's not i'm not regulated or licensed i am credentialed and so i can and i have clients all over i have a client in japan right now i have a client in argentina right now so um and across the united states so yeah as long as it fits within the time zone it's it's good that's awesome that's awesome. So I really love, I, were you doing this prior to the pandemic though, doing Zoom? Oh, yes. You were. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Because so I was going to say a lot of this, you know, sparked, hey, wait a minute, I can take business from yeah. right overseas or anything and, mm-hmm. and do Zoom. So that really works out. Yeah. And Dr. Joel, you do this. So yes. It's awesome. All right. Well, I really appreciate it. You can find Meredith. Uh, you can find Meredith and I, of course, on our websites. There's MeredithKimmel.com. Dr. Joel, I forgot your website. You tell it to us right now. KimmelPsychology.com. That's it. KimmelPsychology.com. You can see it down here. Also, I'm going to have everything in the about section, info sections for the audio and video podcasts. You can find more information about Dr. Joel Kimmel, his daughter, Meredith Kimmel, who has the life coaching practice. You can find information about how to find our blogs and everything else. Today's talk with Erica.com is my website. You'll definitely be hearing from all of us very, very soon. Thank you both very much for being with me. This was awesome. Thank you, Erica. Pleasure to see you again. Thank you, Erica. Great. Always great seeing you. Great seeing you guys as well. I'll talk soon. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to today's talk with Erica. Join me next week for another discussion with the experts who help make life easier. Please visit my website, ericadelsordo.com, where you'll find all of my social media platforms and more. And be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Once again, thanks for listening.